and what a, go. What a lovely welcome couple. To, yeah, welcome to the uh, the the premium, the Patreon, Cornabout Robhead. Yeah. Only on the, the Billionaire Podcast Network. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I'm trying to do station tags for the That's pretty good. Yeah, so it's a cash register and then a slot machine. It's like f- fill her up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only real podcast out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what does it take to create a podcast network? Just say you have one. I am <laughs> thinking like uh podcast networks like I don't really get the point of them anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that I have the the bill. It's the you're listening to the billionaire podcast network. <laughs> Fill her ding, up. Ding, ding. <laughs> it's your boy, the Caucasian Copperhead, the first billionaire podcast of the Daniel Plainview podcast. Yeah, <laughs> train by day, Dalton Pruitt by night, all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the premium. Have you watched uh, Matt Rife on Rogan yet? I can't wait. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, I don't. I don't watch any podcast anymore. Like I don't really listen to any. Like I, I just listen to like. Well, you should definitely check out Matt Rife on Joe Rogan. Even uh, if you don't yeah. listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. I guess I, I saw some clips of his Matt Rife doing like crowd work. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bad. He's kind of just like Dalia's second form, right? Where he's like, "Yo, I'm like, I like talk black, right?" And look, what you doing up in the first row, Mama? You know? Yeah, and he's he's like I, I guess like technically hot, but he looks weird. He looks like he, handsome Squidward. Yeah, he's he's got this just bizarre look to him where it's like, well, I mean, yeah, that is a hot guy, but also kind of not attractive in a weird way. Yes, yeah, so girls like him though, so I think he is like actually. I think you know he he's like the um guy version of like a like a Pamela Anderson or something. Where I was like, okay, well, that's like just like. A conventionally attractive like it's like you yeah. can be more boring if you find that guy hot that's a good grift be attractive yeah almost as good as be black like <laughs> yeah. obama oh if you're an attractive black guy oh it's over you're the king and, of hollywood and you're, and you're republican yeah oh you could sell anyone a monorail oh man <laughs> yeah my name is monorail jones <laughs> damn i yeah. gave that girl monorail last night fuck yeah, you- yeah, my name is Monoreal Jones. I'm here at the, the GOP National Convention. Yeah, my name uh, is uh, Pl- Daniel Plain as View. Daniel Plain as View. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Patreon, everybody. Yeah, we're back. We're doing black guy impressions. We're doing impressions. Yeah, we're doing black guy voice. We're talking <laughs> shit. Yeah, we're talking about shit about comedians we've never met. Yeah, that's what you get on the Patreon. Black voice. Would you fuck Madonna <laughs> now, do you think? Uh yeah yeah <laughs> she looks weird though she looks like an alien now sure I mean but why I mean why not I mean you know it'd be a fun story that's true it would be a great story yeah you know I fucked Madonna how'd she and... fuck like a virgin <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get um yeah I mean you know my preference when it comes to women is like you know is she um awake. <laughs> yeah, you you just, you just lost Bill Cosby, one of our faithful listeners. That's me, Bill Cosby. Hello, I was I, going. I like to have sex with the dead body. I fucked Madonna. I fucked fuck Madonna. Um, yeah, I mean, I did have sex with Madonna. I think it was have... cool that Cosby didn't curse. That is, that's yeah. a cool thing to be. It really, it offsets, like in my opinion, it offsets the rape. 
Me too. I agree. I think that's it's like as, ba- as bad as all the rape was. He did like encourage you know black youths to act you know respect their mamas and pull, pull their up pants, your pants up. He was yeah, the pull up was... your pants guy. Remember? Mm-hmm. He was like ground zero for pull up your pants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is the Patreon and all uh, all proceeds for the when you subscribe to the Patreon, all proceeds go toward the uh, the Danny Masterson Liberation Fund. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah, to... people got mad at uh mila kunis and ashton for uh like right that's like look that happens all the time and it's like it didn't affect the sentence obviously and it's like if if you're like childhood friends like mom came to you with like her daughter and was like Can you please just like write a letter and say he's like a nice guy you'd probably do it you know? i guess i mean they just seem like really fucked up phony people which is most celebrity. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. The like, internet was like, "Shut up, Meg." To me, looking. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't he? They started going out when he he was like nineteen. She was fourteen. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, they because they met on the show, and he was yeah. She was like fourteen when she got cast. Ooh. And yeah, and he was like he was nineteen. Um, Kelso, no. Yeah, he gave her the old the Woody Allen. Yeah. That's a Romeo and Juliet law, they say. But nineteen and fourteen is kind of, kind of. That's kind of a big gap. Yeah, that's right. What the fuck did he talk to her about? <laughs> uh, this was what the nineties. Yeah. Hogs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Tamagotchis. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Digimon. Yeah, <laughs> Britney Spears and. Oh man, know. I wish I knew. Fur- I wish... Furbies. <laughs> Pokemon Gold and Silver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what was it? Neopets? Neo, yeah, Beanie Beanie Babies. That's probably what they talked about. Newgrounds.com. Hey, Mila, show you the Numa Numa Have you seen Badger, Badger, Badger? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what they talked about. Uh, I uh, think that's what they thought. I think, I think, uh, that's definitely what they talked about. Y two K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Matrix that had the just Matrix. come out. Oh man, uh, Bob Dole. They probably talked about mm-hmm. Chiquita Banana. The <laughs> damn, it was a lot like it was more like that '90s show when you think about it. <laughs> well, that's on now, and it's like a new. I thought that got canceled. Maybe, probably. It didn't look like it was any good. It was like. For some reason, there's just like a new group of kids hanging out at Red and Kitty's house. <laughs> That's crazy um, that we're farther away from that 70s show than they were to the 70s. Mm-hmm. Actually, about the same distance. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. It is interesting to like be at an age now where the the sort of like the nostalgia bait shows do take place in a time that I like live through. I know, and I fall for it. I watched the. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes TV show and every other like second is like some like 2000s pops like uh indie pop song. I'm like hell yeah, I remember this. Like I'm yeah, just my dad. I'm just my dad now. Yeah, cuz when that 70s show was on, I would watch it and just kind of like have that weird feeling where it's like, man, I wish I could have like been around for that, but like I have no yeah. point of reference. Like I have no clue what it was actually like, but like Right. Anything that takes place in like the nineties, early two thousands, it's like, oh, I was I was there and it Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it actually wasn't as good as they're making it seem. But now look but now I'm like, damn, that was such a better time. 
kind of was. I mean, there was like honestly, I, I guess like the nexus, the the turning point for everything was nine eleven because yeah, it's like when you look at the decades over the years, it, it's like the sixties was like the hippie movement, mm-hmm. and then the seventies was everything was fucked, like gas crisis or whatever, and then the eighties was like this this decade of excess and extravagance and yeah. just like the, the American Street. Empire, yeah. And the, but it does seem like the '90s was when everybody was starting to just like chill the fuck out and embrace like yeah being a fucking like dipshit slacker yeah and, yeah and it, yeah because yeah, it was that was like a big thing with this sort of like I I, I don't know like conscious awakening in, in pop culture you would see there were like all these movies where it was like The Matrix or American Beauty Fight, Fight Club. Club uh Office Space where it's like. There were these movies about just guys who decided, like, this is fucking bullshit. And then they yeah. quit their jobs Flacker. And, and decide to live the life of, like, a teenager again. Yeah. And it was this hopeful time where it's like, damn, are we finally going to just get to all be deadbeats and not have to, like, worry about shit? Yeah. And then 9-11 happened and it was like, you know, time to fucking go to war. And yeah. The American Raytheon, Lockheed Martin. It's time to build shit. Lana Del Raytheon. Lana Del Raytheon. Yeah, nine eleven kind of fucked everything up because we were, we were on the cusp of a golden age of just kind of getting a you know hang out in internet cafes. That's and a really around. good point, Dalton. Uh, and it's funny how like Gen X like didn't do anything to change anything, even though like all their movies were about like guys. Guess what? Modernity fucking sucks. Yeah, they were the yeah because they will. This is kind of like their 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 detriment. Is like Gen X was the the slacker generation. It was like the generation of people who just didn't want to fucking do anything. Who is this Gen chick, by the way? Gen Gen X. Is she Gen- like a porn star. <laughs> Who's Gen? X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why there hasn't been any prominent like Gen X politicians or anything. Because I, I guess like that whole generation is like the fuck off generation. Well, so, I feel like they just kind of all just became like cogs in the wheel and like didn't like actually change anything. They just kind of like pointed out how things suck. They're a lot like comedians, honestly. Yeah, they didn't want to change anything. It was yeah, just Fight Club, basically. Right. Yeah, I mean, comedy Fight Club. No, Matt, Fight, get comedy out of Fight here. Club. Nobody's talking about your show. <laughs> My remember, heels are Yeah, remember Rose Battle? Uh, Matt uh, Matt hit me up last night. He's like, I just watched Gladiator. It's such a good movie. Uh, what should I watch? And I gave him like four suggestions. He's like, I think I'm just going to watch Gladiator again. And then he did. <laughs> Gladiator's good. It is. I was like, you know what? It is a good movie. But <laughs> twice in a row is retarded. Mm-hmm. It's like, why even ask me for suggestions? I mean, yeah, it should have been like Gladiator and then, I don't know, Troy. Uh, yeah, Gladiator. Troy's good. I, I'm Gladiator pussy. <laughs> I'm glad I ate her pussy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, tell you I'll tell you that. Have right you seen, now. dude? I w- it seems like women in hip hop now are really setting black culture back like a hundred years. Because mm. I, I saw that sexy red video where she's like, "My booty hole brown, my coochie pink." <laughs> what, is, what is the line? My booty hole brown, my coochie pink. I heard that. Now. My coochie stink. Dude, it's why it's so gross. It's like, uh, it made me feel. I was like, oh, good lord. Yeah, girls are getting real ratchet these days. Yeah. Oh, dude, they used they some ratchet hoes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it made me really uncomfortable. It was like that, and then the new Cardi B video is coming out, and I 
I saw like some clip from her where she's like, "Eat my ass like a plum, fuck me in the pussy." You know the B uh, stands for butthole. Really? Oh, is that what Cardi B's <laughs> Cardi <Yeah>. butthole? <laughs> yeah, Cardi butthole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. Bodak Brown. Bodak, uh, yeah. I don't know who Bodak Brown is. Her song is called Bodak Yellow. Oh, okay. I don't I don't listen to black people music. Yeah, yeah. Her name is actually Cardi Black. Cardi. You see that video? You see that video where a fan like threw water on her and like she threw her mic at him? Yeah, I saw that. You can take the woman at the streets, but you can't take the streets at the woman. You know what I'm saying? Take all my earrings. Yeah, yeah you like, take out that... my fucking hoop earrings. We going Jeez. to Dallas barbecue, y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, Dallas barbecue is pretty good. <laughs> they put a little yellow uh, Corona bottle in the big, uh, the big blue drink. That's pretty cool, actually. That's honestly. cool. Yeah, I love, I love drinks that are served in goblets. Goblets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a medieval tavern. <laughs> <laughs> like a big fucking bowl of blue liquid with four straws in it. Yeah. When I when my food's not good, I just give them a thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Like gladiator, gladiator pussy. <laughs> um yeah sexy red yeah i've actually never been to dallas barbecue but it looks good to me there used to be that one that east village always used to walk by and there's there's just a lot of black people on dates but i was like i like barbecue yeah but they I don't mean, have I... like any like brisket or like pulled pork it's not like real barbecue it's all chicken yeah the new york doesn't really have the room the infrastructure for barbecue you you need to have like yeah wide open space for like a, a big barbecue pit peach's hot house is good that's a zacamico tip what he is he knows his food peach's hot house like sucking on my titties yeah 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 sucking on my titties. yeah 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 <laughs> i didn't I'm know she bought her, i didn't know she had a restaurant <laughs> yeah yeah it's staffed by cardi butthole um okay. but yeah no, peach's hot house uh manager cardi butthole yeah <laughs> Yeah, why? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I just remember a few years ago that was like Cardi B was going on about how much she loves Dallas barbecue. The oh, that's New, so the funny. New York chain. What a fucking stereotype! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, god damn. You know what? But she's like Dominican, right? She's not even or Puerto Rican or something. She's, she's not even some, black. Know, some sort of octoroon or something. Um, Cardi but yeah, boobies. They, Cardi boobies. You got nice yeah, titties. The, the sexy red videos, like sexy red and. Some other fucking ratchet hoe, and they're and they're out in front of a Popeyes. Singing oh my god! Dude, Come on, guys! I'm telling you, it's setting black culture back. All right, it's bring not back good. Cosby. Cosby fell, and and, and black it's culture like, unraveled. He's like, holding it all together. Point, at this point, the best like female rapper is that white lady with the dreadlocks on TikTok. Oh yeah. Have you seen her? She's no. like pissing off like every culture because like she has dreadlocks. She like travel tattoos. She's got a dream catcher in her car. <laughs> Kumia's just balling his fist up like Arthur. Oh yeah. Well, she it's like Kumia's wet dream. It's it's like this hot like white twelve year old, hot twelve year old, and, and she's appropriating every culture. So like you scroll through TikTok and it'll be like you'll see like her videos, and then you'll see like all the like native Hawaiians who are like. She's stealing from indigenous Hawaiians with her fucking hop out of boo, hop a boo, 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 whatever, whatever she's saying. It's like, guys, don't you have fires to put out? Get off TikTok. Yeah, isn't your island getting kamehameha by 
space Goku. <laughs> the Jewish space Goku is Kamehameha. And... <laughs> yeah. Vegeta pussy. Vegeta pussy. <laughs> Vegeta pussy. <laughs> Vegeta pussy. Yeah, I'm a Vegeta pussy. I'm trying, I'm trying, trying to Vegeta, Vegeta pussy. I'm trying to Vegeta pussy. I hope they go coo to the poles. I'm I'm on puns today. Um, how about Goku was full of three Ks? Okay, what would that sound like? Dolphin? Um, it would be uh, hold on. <laughs> it's over eighty <laughs> percent. Talk about black time. It's, it's yeah, it's it's over thirteen percent of the population. <laughs> Dragon um, Dragon Ball N. Dragon Ball in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dragon Ball in. <laughs> Mr. Popo looks exactly the same. Mr. <laughs> oh, man. Except Popo stands for police this time. Oh, yeah, Mr. Popo. Derek Chauvin steps on Mr. Popo's neck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got a, they got a, a bronze statue of Mr. Popo in Minneapolis. <laughs> the Anthony, Mr. Popo Anthony riots. Go- Anthony Gokumia. There we go. There we go. Well done, Anthony Gokumia. Yeah, um, we got there. Mm-hmm. Anthony Gokumia. <laughs> Anthony Gokumia. I'm, I'm I'm going Super Saiyan six million. I, I'm going Super Saiyan the N word. <laughs> Super Saiyan the N word. There you go, Anthony Gokumi. I'm super, <laughs> super Saiyan the N word. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> this is really tickling me. Dragon yeah, Ball like, N is pretty good. <laughs> Dragon Ball N with Anthony Gokumi and Vegito v- Vegito Bisconti. <laughs> Vegito Bisconti. <laughs> Oh my god, hell yeah. Oh. 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 Woo. It's Aaron Berg is Krillin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey buddy. Hey, what's this guy in the front row over here? Why is he like a Destructo disc? Yeah. My wife's a robot. Um <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got a I got a robot wife, everybody. The crossover everyone's been waiting for, compound media in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> Go Hans Kim. Go <laughs> Go Hans Kim. Um, I don't think he did a compound media ever, but let's just throw him in the mix. Yeah, let's just. I mean, it works. Go Hans Kim. Yeah. Um, Chrissy. Yeah, is there a uh, horse in Gra- Dragon Ball Z? Is there a? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they they had dinosaurs. I don't know if they had horses ever. Interesting. I mean, they all flew. They all like just flew around. Mm. Was, like, so, uh, yeah, I guess they need a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Hold on. What Pic- Piccolo? But it starts with an N. Pick Nigolo. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. It's your boy Dan Schneider. <laughs> Yo, we got we got motherfucking we got uh fuck all that coming up. 
Yeah, we got we got Keenan and Kill. I'm just, I'm just looking up uh, Dragon Ball Z characters. Uh, Marin, but M A R R O N, but it's Matt Marin. Matt Marin, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> White Tim. Supreme Kai. White Supreme Kai. Uh, uh, Trunks. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> Universe six million. You know, yeah. Uh, all right, now I'm just button mashing. Lewis, we can, we can move on. We 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 squeeze a lot of juice out of that. Lewis Jago. I really want to make. I really, I just really wanted a, a Gavin McInnes one. Gavin McCrillin. Gavin McCrillin. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um. <laughs> I was thinking. I was watching like an old. I was. I saw a Gat. He was like. Uh, you know, he like did a movie with like David Cross. Gavin McInnes. Where they went really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, it's just like a documentary, but he's wearing a screwdriver shirt. <laughs> a screwdriver shirt? Yeah, the white, you know, the white power band. Oh, no, I don't know about them. Oh, they're like a band in the 80s that were like. I thought you meant like the tool or the cocktail. Oh, I love if he was wearing a, a tool shirt. That'd be cool. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like a skinhead band in the 80s. But it's funny because their first couple albums are like kind of fun punk. Oh, okay. And then they just went like full not like literal like Nazis. Yeah, there was another metal band called um, like Iced Earth. Ice Spice the- Earth. Ice Spice Earth. Yeah, they were they were a Bronx based Dominican power metal. No, it was like <clears throat> some metal, some like dorky metal band that one of their albums I actually like is just all about Spawn. Oh hell yeah! Just dude. The whole album about Spawn. Oh, that's so fucking cool. But yeah, one of the guys in the band, I think the lead singer, or something was at the January Six thing. So oh shit, yeah. So was but, uh fucking Ariel Pink. Really? Yeah, he went on Tucker after. It's very funny yeah. to picture like Tucker's fans like being like, "I'm gonna check out this Patriots music," and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Tucker, yeah, Tucker, Tucker's wild, dude. Yeah, Tucker's dude. fucking I, I, I believe the gay crackhead who said he had sex with Obama. I, I believe him. I trust him. He seems reliable. I think he's on the level. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember Dragon Force? Yeah, I remember Dragon Force. What a dumb band that was. It was, yeah. I mean, if you're 14 years old it, when it comes out, it's cool. That is some real I've never had sex yet ass music. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about like uh, my co-host now, Kevin, is like a big metalhead. Uh huh. And I was like trying to explain to him, is you know, there's nothing wrong with liking metal, but it is like the nerdiest fucking music that exists. I know. Yeah, for sure. It's it's it sounds like cool and fucking heavy and shit, but it's literally like music for guys who smell bad. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fat guys. It's fat guys. Yeah, music. it's 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 like the dorkiest music. Yeah, and... if you read the lyrics to metal, it's like, okay, what are you twelve? Yeah, like Sam's so the bands like Sam likes. They're all like, uh, like their lyrics are always like, "The age of destruction is upon us." I'm like, chill out, man. How can you how can you put that down on paper and like take it yeah. seriously? Well, it's like to be fair, like. Thank you for being fair. Yeah, to be to be fair, uh, isn't Sam's like a big fan of like Slipknot, right? Yeah, yeah, Slipknot's cool. Slipknot doesn't take themselves seriously at all. No, no, they're. I mean, Sam likes some good bands, but some of the bands he likes are like 
right. Like, did you see that thing where, like, when Conan had that, uh, like, the slit nuts? Oh, that's the funniest. And they, they open, like, Corey Taylor asked them to come open for Slipknot. Yeah, and then they all, like, throw shit at them. Yeah, so, like, to Slipknot's credit, they've never taken themselves, like, too seriously. No, they're going to go on tour with Weezer, hilariously. That's cool. But then Weezer was like, yeah, we couldn't, like, figure out a way that, like, their fans wouldn't get mad at us, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But, yeah, metal, I mean, I guess a lot of music is dorky. I guess most music is just kind of nerdy. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think the problem with metal is they think that they're being badass. Yeah, for sure. But I don't I don't know how anybody could sit down and write lyrics to a song and not think like this is the gayest thing I've ever done. Yeah, you really have to take yourself seriously. Um, yeah. That's why like my favorite music is is just when the lyrics are absolute nonsense cuz it's you know, at least then it's like, oh, I'm just like trying to make shit that sounds good. I don't get like I'm not trying to fucking tug at anyone's heartstrings cuz that's gay. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, how you yeah. gonna tug on another man's heart? How you gonna tug on a man's heartstrings? Yeah, I think it's, I think music musicians are like they definitely have like their mind just works differently than ours. And I've noticed not they're not very good at communicating outside of music. Like they kind of can only t- like communicate in lyrics. Like a lot of yeah. musicians. Well, did you see that interview that Eric Andre did with Mike Patton? No, that's cool. It was like a, it was a weirdly like really sincere interview. Like Eric Andre was like clearly nervous, and Mike yeah. Patton, and Mike Patton was just like down to earth. Like it was a cool interview. Mike but, Patton Oswalt. Mike Patton Oswalt. But uh, yeah, Mike Patton's one of those guys who like he's his, like a cool know, guy. Yeah, his lyrics don't make any sense. He just kind of makes just like whatever fits the song rhythmically. Right. That's the shit I like. I don't. I don't need lyrics to fucking say anything. No, I, I really don't pay attention to lyrics, even in rap, which I like a lot. Yeah, like I don't, I've, n- I've never get, given this shit about. In fact, I think like lyrics are gay. <laughs> I think anybody who has lyrics in their music is gay. <laughs> yeah, Luke, l- lyrics, Jay Gomez. Lyrics, yeah, um, like Bob Dylan, gay. Th- this is popped up on my uh, on my feed by on YouTube. Luis J. Gomez destroys commie guest with facts and logic. It's him <laughs> arguing with microscene, it looks like. <laughs> that rocks. Yeah. Um I love YouTube, dude. It's so awesome. Yeah, you shout hey everybody, shout out to YouTube. Check out YouTube if you have check out that. YouTube. This episode oh. is brought to you by YouTube. Hey, unforgivable. Unforgivable. Yeah. Uh Badger Badger Badger. I'm obsessed with uh, uh, seen, uh, Lazy have, Sunday, have, guys. Check it out. Check it out Lazy Sunday. Check out uh, Jizz in My Pants. <laughs> check out, everybody, check out The Lonely Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, Especially I'm, their early... I'm on a boat. Check that one out. Yeah. No, I'm I'm obsessed with... Uh, have you seen Dracula Flow? No, what's that? Dude, it, I just found out about it. It's some, like... The actual channel that published it, I guess, is some sort of record executive or music guy or whatever. Cool. And it's a video of this old dude in a shitty Dracula costume. Like, he's got the cape and all that. And they he's, like, bald and they, like, drew the widow's peak on him with, like, a Sharpie. Oh, my God. And he's just saying, like, the most insane shit ever. Like, none of it makes any sense. But it's might be the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. 
where he's like, if the coochie don't stink, I don't want it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm moving different. The so ops wanted initiative. I blew up their whole quadrant. I'm moving like Oppenheimer. Oh my god, hell yeah, dude. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. So he's Vegeta was, pussy. Oh yeah, dude. I was flipping bricks for Monza Musa before y'all even became a type one civilization. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. Damn. I, yo, yo, I wish I was this guy. I, I wish I was that kind of guy. I've just been tweeting lines from it for like days now because to see there's like all these people on Twitter who know what I'm doing. It's just me back and forth with people tweeting lines from <laughs> these things. That's so good. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna check that out, dude. It's, it's like the hardest I've laughed in a long time because it, it looks like they just found an old guy and handed him a script of like just absolute nonsense to read. <laughs> we get in that Why is pirate. That? Why is Red Bar talking about me? Yeah, I guess Red Bar said something about me recently. Again? I saw him a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, he, because uh, on the most recent episode of Corn Fed, uh, I, I had my background as the Twin Towers mm-hmm. bl- blowing up. And I, somebody was telling me he, he said something about how I was being disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> And I, have no, I have no clue why he would still be talking about me. This is disrespectful. I people mean, I'm lost, flattered. Jules, people lost their lives, and he mocks them. He mocks. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm flattered. Like, I would, I always, like, to me, the highest compliment was, if, like, Red Bar, or, like, if, if you get a porcelain documentary made about you, that'd be nice. Yeah, it is almost like our, our generation's getting insulted by Don Rickles. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I never understood why so many comedians would get butt hurt about Red Bar. It's like, no, this is an honor. This is what you yeah. want. And he's like, he, yeah, he's like a troll, but it's it's funny. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know how I don't know how much he means it. Yeah, what's well, it, you know? All these comedians now just take themselves too seriously because they're the, yeah. you know, only a thousand of them. Modern Thank day em. philosophers. Thank them. Modern, you know, modern day philosopher, the king, <laughs> I, the, the jester in the king's court. Do you remember when Bert Kreischer was like, "This is what pedestrians don't understand." It's so Pede- funny to be pedestrians. Yeah, he called them pedestrians, not civilians. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny they, to be they, condescending and get and be an idiot too. Like get it wrong, that wrong. That's yeah. very funny. That's a yeah. Like, he he's a good example of like if you just have the brazen confidence mm-hmm. to do comedy, you can kind of go far with that because he's he's a complete fucking moron. He was a little right place, right time, I think, too. Like, he kind of came up in, like, the aughts, bro, like, the peak of aughts, bro, culture shit. And, yeah, uh, it yeah. also helps when your dad is L. Ron Hubbard's lawyer. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah, his dad was, like, some prominent lawyer in Florida. And I, I guess, like, at some point, he was on retainer for the Church of Scientology. And they called him the machine, the machinu, instead of Zeno. The machinu, yeah. Yeah. Machinu Thompson. Machinu Thompson. <laughs> that's also in Dragon Ball N. Yeah, that's also in Dragon Ball N. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bert Bert Kreischer is like everything I see of him. He just comes across as like a complete fucking idiot, and kind of it's kind of inspiring. It's like, damn, you can really go far by having like n- almost nothing to work with. Yeah, and be, being like an alcoholic too, and just like failing upwards, pretty cool. Oh, dude, he's got that like alcoholic fat belly where it's like hard and oh, distended yeah, like an african child 
Yeah, he like will stand next to Stav, and even though Stav is fatter, Bert looks more upsetting. You know. Yeah, well, the thing about like fat guys versus fat alcoholics is like if if you're like Stav or Zach or any of these guys, you have like the flabby fat, which is at least like you can correct that. You know, but when you get to like the Bert thing, where it's like that hard. Yeah, crystallized belly is you know you, you know you're gonna die from it's hard to get rid of yeah roses but not me no um, Bert Burnt Bert Bert and Ernie Bert Ernie yeah. Hudson Ernie Hut Bert and Ernie Hudson Ernie River Hudson, Hudson River Hudson River, River, River Phoenix River Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix the Joker Joaquin, the Joker Todd uh, Phillips the Hangover Bradley Cooper Dungeons and Dragons Bert's Hungover go. there we go and scene and scene zip thanks for coming out everybody be sure to tip your weight staff <laughs> thank you I'm for supporting La- live improv <laughs> I'm Lauren Davis thank you <laughs> oh man dude as gay as stand up is it'll never be as gay as improv I'll tell you that much yep, yep, improv yep. sucks so much I feel like I'd actually be good at it but I just can't stand improv people you know imagine being an audience member at an improv show oh in- ma- you think bad comedy is bad when you go to like open mics and stuff but bad improv is much worse in my opinion yeah well and also so they teach you an improv one of the because I, I took like two levels of it like an idiot and one of the things that sounds teach a lot you like is, scientology it i'd rather be in scientology dude yeah um sounds like <laughs> at, at least, least you have a career in entertainment after scientology <laughs> yeah i know right you don't just become an improv teacher. Yeah, you don't just work at UCB at the front for the rest of your life as a forty-year-old uh, man. Yeah, but one of the, like one of the things they teach you in improv is like A to C thinking. So I never like because it always baffled me, and I I don't understand how this serves the audience in any way. Like when you go to an improv show and they do the thing where it's like, you know, before we get can we get a one-word suggestion from the audience, and then like somebody will say something, you know, like dogs and they're like all right dogs when the lights come up oh and, and, then, and then one guy is so stoked to pretend to be a dog not even no then they they do something like uh, completely unrelated to what was suggested right because what they teach you is that you get the suggestion and then do like some weird robin williams free association in your head where you're like Okay, dogs, the shaggy dog, Tim Allen, Robert Downey Jr. You mean, you mean what we just did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 you do it without the audience knowing that this is happening. So you go out on stage and you do something like tangentially related to what was said. Yeah. But then yeah, if you're yeah. an audience member, you're like, where the fuck are the dogs? Yeah, UCB is a very like pretentious uh is that where you went? No, this was in Dallas. This was oh. at the uh, the now defunct Dallas Comedy House, which is now the Dallas Comedy Club. Ooh. I'm Under... surprised that there's so many improv theaters that can like stay in business. Like I'm a little surprised so many people want to see improv kind of. No, they don't. People want to do improv. Right, right, right. So, so it's a it's a scam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll bet they make way more money on classes than like shows. Yeah. I've talked about this where it's, like you you rope these people in who like <laughs> I guess like read Tina Fey's memoir or whatever, and they're like, yeah. I'm gonna fucking, you know, go do an improv class. 3,000 miles outside of New York City and somehow be on SNL one day. And uh, so all these people go and pay all this money to take improv. Yeah. And then so then the only audience for it is like other people doing improv or friends, family, and coworkers that these people are dragging to these shows. 
Yeah, I I took I was on a sketch team in uh, L.A. and it was all just other students in the in this in the um in attendance at the show. Like literally, the whole the whole theater was just people watching each other's shows. Yeah, and it is yeah, and when you look at like the shit Del Close was up to, it is like kind of operates under the same philosophy as any sex cult. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to teach you all how to be funny. But what about ladies? Delco Close, and he's like, Delco hey, Close, zip zip zap zop. Yeah, we're gonna do a herald. Yeah, so it's long. It's long. Can I get a form? suggestion. I heard bir- go birds. Okay. I heard hoagies. I heard uh, wool. I heard pets or genies. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Delco. Delco close. <laughs> Delco close. Yeah, can we get can we get a suggestion from the audience? Yeah. Okay. Go, go birds when the lights come up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey everybody, I'm an astronaut. Yeah. Like all the characters have a thick Philly accent. Yeah, I'll, be... I'll present Barack Obama. That that's more entertaining than any improv I've seen. Dude, I, this makes me want to go dude. to Philly and see an improv show. Yeah, I want to go to yeah, dude. The only places that improv should exist are like Philly and Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> just like wild accent improv. Do you remember we were on that sketching with Lauren and we just like yeah the, just did bits to ourselves and one of them was Philly Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Philly Baltimore Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Philly and Baltimore Romeo. Romeo, oh Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Yeah, I'm gonna take this poison and fucking kill myself. Yeah, because the because the because the, the birds lost. Yeah, yeah, I I can't handle this anymore. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I think that was that. This is more than we. we I think we literally just did Romeo, Romeo, or yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't really flesh it out that much. It was, it was just like shit we could kind of remember from the Boz Lerman movie. <laughs> like what if they what if they had Billy accents? Uh, oh. We should have known that. We should have known then that we would make podcasting magic someday. Yeah, with yeah, gems I mean, like Philly, Philly, Baltimore, Romeo and Juliet. That's kind of the beauty of, of podcasting is like you can just you know basically do the sketches that you want to do without actually having to do them. Just kind of riff it out and then yeah, 100%. do a little theater of the mind for theater the audience. Or it's like Dragon Ball N. Yeah, it's, when there's gems <laughs> like Dragon Ball N. Dragon Ball N. Who needs who needs a space to do that? Yeah, I you don't. Know? Need, yeah, that's the kind of thing. Look- I mean, that's the only thing you can really see in your imagination. It's kind of like an unfilmable novel, mm-hmm. like Infinite Jest. Yeah, Infinite Jet, Infinite N. Infinite, uh, yeah. Okay, we are. It's in dash finite. Shit, man, tennis is gay as fuck. Uh, yeah. All right, um, I think this should be the regular one. I thought the, I think this was. I think the people need to hear Dragon Ball N. Okay. What do you think? Uh, well, we said at the top that it's the Patreon, but it's a, hey, folks, switcheroo, this is the free one. Subscribe to the Patreon. Hell yeah, subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon, everybody. All right, thanks, all. This was another another good one, so. Yeah. You've been huh. listening to the Billionaire Podcast Network. Fill her up. Ching, Fill ching. Up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, everybody. All right, goodbye.